Pulpery is brought to you by the Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Enter in the playoffs. Yeah. Fuck, he was good. Well, I, I always love a good Southern boy playing for the Yankees when they're like, man, I, f- I love being with the Yankees. Like, CC oh had God. a little bit of that twinge, too. Yeah. But yes. When, when well, we, it was the same with like Mickey Mantle. Like, man, I'm a Yankee through and through. Right. Like, you were born. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then when you see like the old clips of people in New York being there, like, yeah, I fucking love Mickey Mantle. Hey, he's a, a good guy. All right. Man, I love you too. Y'all are awesome. <laughs> Welcome to Pulpourri, the podcast where we converse about the sports world and nerd culture and all points in between. It's the third week of July, and we're looking for answers to the following questions, like Juan Soto is looking for more than a half a billion dollars. How is the MLB All-Star Game a waste of time? Why the Matt Carpenter Renaissance is a marvel to behold? And what do we hate about European football? All that and more on Pulpourri with Brock and Ben. Speaking of World Series, there we go. <laughs> Speaking of World Series, we are at the All Star break. Yeah, well, the game's on right now as we record. Actually, it's not. It's like pregame. We're watching. No, yeah, it's not shake on until hands. seven. So, so Mariners, I bet they wish that they did not have the All Star break right now. Yeah, but well, and 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 we'll see. I'm going to do a, a, a real quick, like, I'm just so disappointed in humanity oh, wow. after watching the Derby last night. Can, can we be more creative with people with the last name of Rodriguez and not just the first initial and Rod? Rod. Like, I almost texted you that yeah. when he hit 30-something, and, and I was like, I am not. He is not another A-Rod. Oh, no, yeah, and they're like, J-Rod, J-Rod. Like, you, you seriously... Like, can we can we let that one go? Right. I mean, there was K Rod, A Rod. Like, it's it make it go away. White so, people. So. And that's what it is. Yeah. Which is why Mookie Betts was wearing his shirt today. <laughs> so. But hopefully. I want to see. Her. Rodriguez did not fall into the home run derby trap of like blowing his wad. Oh, and then, you know he did. And then he's, co- he's going to come out of this and go on like an 0 for 20 slump. So who does he play for again? Mariners. That's what. That's why I brought that. I just didn't bring it up okay. just to hate fuck the All-Star game. But, that's what I thought you were doing. <laughs> Not yet. Okay, but, yeah. all right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I would kind of like him to catch the Astros because, you know, fuck the Astros. Yeah. I'm sorry. They're the best team in baseball and have been for five years in a row now. Yeah, but well, I, I, at least what we're, you you would want them to come back playing the same caliber that they were before. But you're right, like to get. I mean, with it, I mean they're at least looking at five, six days off. That's what I was just about to look at. That can seriously fuck with your timing as a club. Yeah, and uh, even I though mean, all the clubs are like, oh, we get to line up our pitching. Yeah, uh, this isn't the fucking playoffs. Well, I mean, it. I would say, like, if you're a pitcher, yeah, but if your offense is red hot, you right. don't no, want no, you don't want them to a go week out, off or go out here hitting softballs. Yeah, which is all this game is. <laughs> Fuck. Which is why people come out watch a rod. I'm gonna do it out of spite now. A <laughs> rod. Yeah, he, he'll he's gonna go two for he's. 
He won't be Joey Gallo bad, but he'll be bad. Yeah. I hope not. I hope he comes out hitting 420 with a home run every series. Well, I mean, ideally, yes, but okay. that's not always the way that it's panned out. And then, and then, of course, no, the all star, the all star. Same as with any fan base. I mean, same as like I'm, I'm worried. Oh, and I guess this just happens when you get older. But like, I mean, right now, I'm just all I can think about is like, I hope like nobody like steps on Paul Goldschmidt's ankle. Right. When he's want- covering first, I hope if he gets a hit that he doesn't get out of the box funky and then oh, it's I, like yep i know i mean i think the yankees have seven players yeah, i was gonna say eight <laughs> I, I don't want nestor cortez to to get chris sailed right with his pinky finger or or he he falls while doing his weird leg kick oh, and then yeah. and something then, like, bad happens his ankle or yeah. knee explodes Fuck. <laughs> i knew that was adam jones wow so, so we'll we'll go to the other coast with the Orioles, I guess, and we're just well, I think big we're, stories going into the All Star break. They, uh, God, they're at five hundred. Holy shit! Yeah, when they were what like twenty games under, under at least. Then they went on a ten game, nine game. They were just short of ten. Yeah, but nope. they've only lost two since then. But they've been doing what any good team should. I mean, they've been winning their series exactly. It hasn't been these like huge, huge streaks. Yeah, yeah. they just it just all of a sudden everybody's like, wait a minute, what? The Orioles won two out of three again, or right. won three out of four? Like, and we're not talking about the Orioles being involved in any kind of chase, but again, the Orioles. Well, going to what we were saying before, it would require your boys, the Yankees, to have a monumental fall. Yeah, we were just looking Which at that not, before we started recording. Or, or in this case, would be, I wouldn't say it would be, and I mean, in, in talking about the schedules for the Yankees, it would nec- wouldn't necessarily be that, oh, like this team fucked up real bad. No. It would just be, it, and I would say a lot of teams are looking at this too, is that your first half schedule was not the hardest part. Nope. And that the schedules aren't really, and you know, you never know. I mean, at the beginning of, you know, when, when these schedules come out before even spring training starts. But, you know, the way it's worked out, like, you very well could be looking at, and I was saying this with the Cardinals, the Cardinals' first half was really difficult. Whereas the second half, they're getting a yeah. lot of favorable matchups against teams below 500 right now. The Yankees on their several multi run, I mean, multi win streaks were playing like the Cubs. Yeah, the Rays and Jays were in the last one, but the Tigers, the Angels, the Orioles—like these are the teams that KC, you know, the Rangers. That's who they beat up, and I'm not saying they're going to fall apart. They would have to go, yeah, what, fourteen games? Yeah, thirteen. But you could—I mean, particularly in that competitive a division where the bottom team is at five hundred. Yeah, seriously. Uh. You got, I mean, you could, I'm not saying that you guys don't win the division, but you could see that double digit lead maybe fall to like the high. I bet it gets to five yeah. before the end of the season. I mean, and when it, gets it to, could. And when it gets to seven, I'm going to start freaking out. 
Just saying that right now. It's, that's when the rage takes over. Yep. Because the first half, I was like, if it falls before 10, before the All-Star break, something's wrong. Yeah. And we kept it at 13. So, that that's... We just went all Yankees. Sorry. Well, that's all right. I'm saving my Cardinal stuff for later. Okay. But or as we were saying before, too, in the lead... I mean, other than the NL East, the the rest of the NL, the Central... Central's down is pretty much barring some crazy. Yep, it's just thing. the two of you guys. Right, Brewers and Cardinals, and the Dodgers pretty much have the NL West locked up. Yep, they're ten. Yeah, unless I mean, unless they have crazy injuries. Um, I think I don't, they got enough I don't talent to make up for it, though. Right? Yeah. So, but yeah, and then the NL East. Who the fuck knows what's going on over there? But I don't see the Phillies being able to pull out I mean they they've gone they've gotten streaky after they fired Girardi well that, that's what I'm well of course I don't I they mean got, unless <laughs> unless they fix whatever organizational issue they have I don't which you know that that shit happens in the off season like whether it's the president of operations or the GM Bryce or, Harper went there to die yeah I don't know why and who's the pitcher they picked up who went there to die too Oh, what, in this offseason? I, you know, I it, can't think of it right now. Yeah. Not gonna, but They've tried and failed, kind of like the Flyers. Well, no, I mean, they're the... Apologies to the wife. They're the National League version of the Angels, is that they God. look really enticing because they have all these superstars. Yeah. And they supposedly have all these up-and-comers, and then you get there, and they can't... That's what I was saying, is that the problem's not in the players. The problem's either in the clubhouse... Are coming from the front office. The Angels are, Jesus, twenty games out of first yeah. place, but they've got the one of the best baseball players, and probably the best two-way player since. I was gonna say they have two of the premier players right now. Yeah, and then everybody that they throw money at gets there and then stubs a toe. Right. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. Get I just it. feel bad for Otani and Trout and that. And Trout just re-signed yeah. a couple of years, or within the past couple of years. Because he's a classy son of a bitch. But yeah, he is. That's the problem with that, is that, you know, you try and be a one-team dude. and It's you know, easier when you're competing. Well, Just and ask Ronaldo. Well, and, and at the same time, like, it's, I mean, not to give their front office that much credit, but they did go out and spend money. The Angels. Like, yeah. But... Just nobody's panned out for them. I mean, they went out and they put a bunch of money on Syndergaard, and then he's been now he's on the now he's apparently going to be on the block too. Yeah, don't stay away from my team. But like, the Angels have that have that persona of when somebody leaves their team, all of a sudden like they're good again, right? So, Pujols, God, that's who I was like. Yeah, he he spent a ten years, and not that he's like burning shit up right now, but no. I mean he's he's healthier than he's been in a long time, and he doesn't have to do much more. And not having to play every day right. is exactly. a benefit exactly. for him. So yeah, so so should we get onto the guy who has the giant balls who pulled him out last night in front of everybody? After turning down a half a billion dollars? Yeah. Well, I would turn down that much money if I knew I was going to get almost twice as much. You think? Oh, yeah. You well, think someone's going to pay him? And after last night... Well, that was... What did I say? 
now he's worth two point three seven billion dollars. Yeah. yeah, of course he is. But you know, I mean, who knows how much it's. It, you he's know. a free agent this winter. Yeah. So Does he get traded. Yeah, I mean that's the idea. Like the Nationals want to get something for him now. They don't want him to go. I mean to use football lingo, they don't want a free transfer. So. Oh right. Um, that's why I was wondering. So he would have to be traded. Yeah. Before whenever that day is after the season. Right. When and then the, the new year, quote unquote, new year starts or whatever. Yeah. Huh. So so whatever team picks him up, and I was I was going to mention this later, but whatever team picks him up is going to, like, they have to contend immediately with him. Well, of course. In order to try and woo him to sign on, and before the before he's a, an official free agent. And, and you can justify getting rid of a couple of top-tier prospects and yeah. a superstar of your own. I mean, he's only like 23 or 24. Oh, yeah, he's a fucking baby still. Yeah, so... If he doesn't get hurt, and it's not like it's just this one season, he's good. Yeah. Really good. But... I mean, he's still... I mean, even in his years where he's on and off the injury list, he's still he's still hitting like 90 RBIs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, dudes get on base, he knocks them in. He doesn't take his six batting weeks. average is low, but his his home runs are up. Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, but he's not quite a Joey Gallo. Fuck man, I wish I could <laughs> find the stat where. Well, we saw the Tony Gwynn one. Yeah, where he struck out. <coughs> but that's not fair. I mean, like. But in no, half a season than he did. You really look at Gwynn's stats. Nobody was like that. I, I wish I appreciated him more when he was playing. Well, I mean, not to get off on that, but that was the problem. I mean, it, to to Gwen's credit, I mean, the dude just hit. That's all he... And he wasn't a power hitter. Nope. He, he was a finesse hitter. He hit the ball. Yeah. Which is... And, 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 nev- and didn't strike out. In the history of baseball, I mean, that was the difference between, like, say, someone like him and Ted Williams. Ted Williams was able to hit and hit for power. So he was kind of, you know... Yeah, we, we had a couple of those, too. Yeah. But... You know, no. like Scott Brocious. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. Old Jimmy Lairith. Oh. But... Um, oh, they brought... Paul O'Neill brought up another... <laughs> Shane Spencer. <laughs> Ooh, I hadn't heard that name hey, Me either. And Paul O'Neill mentioned it Sunday, and I went, <laughs> well, goddamn. I forgot about him. Uh, okay. All right, let's switch it up. So... Uh, so one transfers to the other. Is that what we're gonna do? Or are you gonna go on? Let's let's make fun of Tony Larusa first. Well, just is that too easy? Low hanging fruit. No. Well, I mean, at this point, I mean, it is because he's he's bringing it upon himself, and it's just I'm telling you. I think he's trolling people. It could, well, I mean, at this point, like he's got. Well, that's what I've heard some of the, some of the White Sox analysts kind of being like. No, like nobody can fucking tell him anything, right? Because he's, he's gonna, it's like I mean, what, what's he gonna? I mean, he can flash the three World Series rings he's got from both leagues. He can he can go in. <coughs> I mean, he can bring he put on his Hall of Fame jacket if they have one or of whatever. Course. Um, but that would be awesome. But at like well, with baseball, it would be like a Hall of Fame jersey because yeah. everybody's got to wear a jersey. That's right, with like the shitty bubble lettering. Yeah, on. exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like, and with him is, is this, 
that I think that's the problem that's happening now is that his ego is so huge. Oh, it's beautiful. And he's still in the race for he's yeah. only three games back. Right. But I mean, it very well could be if they don't do it like everybody in White Sox nation is going to be going like it wasn't because of the talent is because he just manages like so out of the box right yeah now. He, I, when you told me he intentionally walked someone with a one and two count yeah or it was like or like the guy it was it was like an oh and one or a one and two count and then they just go oh no we're gonna intentionally walk him and even the pitcher was like what what the hell's going on seriously how does that work in, never mind I'll, we'll, we'll go on that um but yeah so it, it but he's he's a it's a tough one because i'm grateful to him yeah, for course. the two championships he brought st louis but you could also kind of like at the very end he was trying i mean like 2011 his was- his craziness played out beautifully like doing no, you know bullpen matchups and yep rearranging lineups and shit like you know batting the pitcher eighth and then you've got a good hitter in the ninth spot which but, is what i've always said if you yeah. have a fucking pitcher but well it doesn't matter now yeah. but so but you know he's just right now it's just kind of like he's just doing whatever the fuck he feels like right and no no one in that organization is going to go no especially in a pennant race <laughs> three games out like at 503 games. Out. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you'd be 20 games behind us. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That was... So, uh... But... <laughs> well, look, there's some home run derby, most career home runs. Well, and that... Well, and that's... That's the, that's the other thing, is what drives me insane about, like, All-Star Weekend. They put up shit like that. Like, oh, like, it's for fun. Right. It doesn't tell you anything. As you said, like, it's batting practice. That's exactly what it so, is. So, like, you know, hey, that's great for Albert that he's got the second most career home runs behind Pete Alonzo. And, like, they did, like, a five-minute interview with Pete Alonzo today, being you know, kind of going, like, well, you all are idiots because he's probably still a little pissed that he fucked up. And, yeah. Or that, you know, he couldn't compete with the dude hitting 30, 30 home runs each round. But Which is yeah, and it's I, I just wish one of the dudes would walk up and go like, Yeah, it's meaningless, so like I'm all right. And hit line drives. <laughs> line drives straight into the like try to hit one of those kids running around. Well, and the last thing I will say about the home run derby, and I won't um I think I remember who posted it, but you know, as it's going, I'm going through Twitter and somebody put up there like, you know, it's a crime that they don't have Chris Berman do it anymore. And I was about to do like a you, oh. like, you know, retweet back of being like, were you fucking stupid? Being yeah. Like, granted, Carl Ravage and them did a fucking horrible job. Well, they, all, all those ESPN yeah. people do. Like, they don't, it's it's like they're us being put on live tele. Like, how do, how do you, at this point in your career, get nervous and say stupid shit, but they still yeah. do it? But no, man. I am I don't fine. Need... I don't want Chris Berman <clears throat> calling anything anymore. He needs to go away. Yeah. Like, really? I think he has, but it's idiots like that that keep making him think, like, well, maybe I should come back. No, 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 no. Go away, Chris. <laughs> Although, I'll give it up. There's Sunday night NFL show with... Uh... 
Oh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... The guy that he's been working with forever. Yes. Yeah. Um, that, 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 his 20-minute NFL rundown on Sunday evenings? Yeah. Fire. But that was before the internet, so... Yeah. Oh, like way back, yeah. Way back. Oh, yeah. I want to keep saying... No, I'm saying. not talking about like Chris Berman in the, in the, in the early and mid-90s. Right. That was his golden age. But no, you don't want him now because he's just... And it's... He's a cartoon. Thir- it's 30 years of Chris Berman. That's too much. Like... There should. It's not a. Never mind. I was going to go on a not a Supreme Court appointment here. Like, it's got to be a retirement age. Yeah, there should be. All right, we're going to pause and then we'll be back. Yeah, we. Save it. So, well, well, I'm gonna. I just want to say it because a mullet. You can start that. <laughs> is uh, this um, gonna lead into your a mullet one to your feature piece? No, no. no. Um, <laughs> oh God, it could. A, a mullet won the <clears throat> Open Championship 2022. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, and then and then when I found out he was Australian, that made it even better. So like oh. he looked like. He looked like a Crocodile Dundee's, like, shitty sidekick from back in the 80s. Like, a really (laughs) blonde mustache. Then thin blonde mustache. But that was kind of, like, hanging over his lip. It was beautiful. (laughs) And I, I, like, I keep up with the leaderboards and the majors, but... Oh, yeah, we can totally tie this in with the mustache. (laughs) Saturday, I turned it on and was like, oh, look, it's on. It's mid-morning. It'll be over by 1240. Cool. And the first time I saw him, I went, that's my favorite golfer on the planet, and I hope he wins. <laughs> sure enough, that bastard did. Well, I mean, I, I would sort of say, I mean, I, I haven't really been in to watching golf, because I'm, I'm usually doing other shit yeah, on, on Saturdays and Sundays. But yeah, Sunday, I was I got done with everything, and I turned out lives the only thing on. And that's when he started his birdie run. Like and, six in a row or something yeah. ridiculous. And, of course, all the announcers were talking about was, you know, how Rory was going to win the whole thing. And then just slowly, they're, you know, and it's that beautiful, all sports announcers do it. Like, you know, once that switch happens, then all of a sudden it was like, Rory's a fucking pile of shit. So, somebody slid in the notes for <laughs> if Cam this is the greatest in the world. This person's, here's Cam's, I need Cam's stats. <laughs> You know, because that's because you're right. Up until the 16th hole, maybe. Yeah, I mean, once they made the turn. Oh yeah, it was over then. But it was still one shot until like the 15th or 16th hole, and they were still like, "Oh, Roy's behind him," and he just this Cam Cameron. Well, and it was like, and (laughs) it was a bad pairing of like. For the announcers, because the other dude he was playing with was, was it Cam Young, so they were both Cams. <laughs> so they kept getting confused yes, for they did. like yes. until finally, like they had been covering him enough. Right, because the other Cam was was not 
in contention, so they didn't show him a lot. He came in close, though. He made a run, like, in the last few holes. I well, can't believe we're talking about golf. I know. But, uh, like, that's... It's the oldest tournament in, in yeah. the planet. And it, was, and it was at St. Andrews, oh, which... Right. I mean, granted, I've, I've... The handful of times I've attempted to play, I'm fucking terrible. But I used to kick the shit out of some Tiger Woods golf. Oh, so did I. On PlayStation. Yeah, so. I, w- I told the wife, I was like, you know what? I've played this hole oh, yeah. several thousand times. Yeah. I know <laughs> when they were going, was it the 17th? And they're like, well, you can drive it over the over the train. And I was like, wait, there's other ways to play this hole? Yeah, I was like, yeah. like No, that's what, that's the straight line. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> and then you put a shit ton of top spin so you get on the green and one. Exactly. And you do that on the 18th as well because yeah. it's a, Just landing, a <laughs> landing strip. Look at Mookie Betts. Where's your shirt? <laughs> so. It should be on his sunglasses. You put anything on those sunglasses. But speaking of wonderful mustaches. Yeah, so we go from mullet to the man of the hour. Thank you, Mr. Carpenter and his mustache. Yeah. It, you, you know what? He's doing a really good Donnie baseball impersonation right now. And I'm talking all around play. Yeah. Yeah, all around. What is this? Here. <clears throat> I just want to read his stats, if I can find them. No, I know I have them. Oh, I thought you would already have those pulled up. I was still looking at how awesome the Yankees are. <laughs> well, in part thanks to him right now. Correct. Because this motherfucker, we'll just talk about the Boston series alone. And two, four, seven, eight, no, seven hits with 16,000 RBIs. At any rate, dude's batting 354 <laughs> with 30 ribbies and only 79 at bats. Good Lord. So, I mean, what, he's he's only been up like a month or a month and a half, maybe? Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, which is six weeks, maybe. To to consider where he was, yeah, and where he is now. Where you know, last year he was a bench guy on the Cardinals, and they barely brought him in because he was almost a guaranteed out. Right? God, so, that sounds like somebody familiar, like <laughs> Mister Gardner. Yeah. Well, but but in this, I mean, like worse. I mean, he was. I mean, I want. Well, I mean, I mean in terms of hitting, right? Yeah. Like completely released. Well, no. So his contract was up with the Cardinals, and they didn't even. That's bother. what I'm saying. He was just yeah. like let was, go. And um, I, I mean, to his credit, I mean, he went out and and tried figuring out. And I, I I'd like to know more about, and I, I understand why he doesn't want to say it like no. outright. A, so that pitchers don't get wise to it. Nope. Um, but, I mean, he, he looks to be hitting like he did when he first came up with the Cardinals. That's exactly what he looks like. And he, I'm, I don't want to jinx that. it. And if he falls off a cliff, so be it. But for right it's now. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of like Lynn's sanity. I mean, like, yeah. you're getting this dude for a bag of beans, and he's right now he's performing at a top level. Exactly. And, uh, I mean, I know, I mean, most of the – 
most of the St. Louis guys, I fought, I mean, like everybody's in the same boat. We're just happy as shit for the guy. Of course. Because how long was he there? I mean, it was like eight, no, eight I, years, I think. I've got it here. I mean, or and he came up, he came up with us. I don't know if we drafted him. I can't remember if we did that, but um, Jesus uh, Christ, one, two. We might have drafted him out of TCU, but eleven. Yeah. Years. I well, I was way off. So I mean, I guess 2011, he only got 15 at bats, so that doesn't count. But the next year, yeah, he I was mean, getting. I mean, he got. I mean, he made a couple All Star appearances. He was like yep. fourth in MVP voting one year. What year was that? That um, year he hit. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was he was just oh, yeah, bombs that year. Yep. And then there was you know. Good God. Then I mean, then there was his his salsa year where he got on this tear, but then. By the end, he petered out, but he just he got messed up in the head somewhere along the way. I th- I think. But he got like Matt. He went to Matt Holiday. He went to Paul Goldschmidt. He went to Joey Votto. He went to some place in Baton Rouge where they, um, you know, they they put you in a VR cage and they analyze yep. every part of you. It's crazy. LSU and their baseball is insane. Yeah. And uh, people, people are like, it's the football. Nah. <laughs> yes, it is football, but right now, but yeah, their yeah. their fallback is always baseball, baseball. and their softball. baseball team is always good. Yeah. Go ahead, carry on. Well, no, I was just gonna say. I mean, so, but, I'm just glad that a so, a he put in because he'd always talked about putting in the work. But I also think too, and you know, I in all honesty, I think it helped him to get away from the Cardinals. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Get a year off. Yeah. Get some rest. Because you know he was pressing at the end there with yeah. the Cardinals, right? Because well, I'm not going out like this. I've been playing for the Cardinals my entire career, I think. But Yeah, his whole pro career was with the right. Cardinals. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think, too, like when you're, when you're with an organization that long, you're going, well, let me work with the people here. And I don't think... Jeff Albert and oh yeah, you've told the story seeing, about. Well, I mean, knew knew how to deal with him because he's not. What was going on with like Carpenter wasn't like launch angles and other sabermetrics. Right, like he needed to like, adjust his yeah. stance. It was he had a fucking hole in his swing that he couldn't figure out. And uh, but you know, again, maybe good on, he just needed contacts. Well, okay. I think I think he needed to go out. I mean, you know. Who knows? Maybe in the middle of that, he took some peyote and hung out in the desert. You know, hey. went out to Joshua Tree and like you know, fucking found himself. You know, and then well, that's what he did. He found his swing. Yeah, I mean, and whatever it, that took. But I, I think that was a journey he had to do on his own. Yeah, and not something that you know. He's clearly that the hired fun. batting coaches and good on the Yankees for not going like, well, let's see what we can do to tweak this. They're going like, no, fucking go. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Like. We clearly see something, so we'll give, we'll give you a shot. Well, and, and when he went, okay. and when you're getting a guy for like the league minimum, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I might be making more than him, and I don't make anything. <laughs> so, he's, so I'll uh, I'll take it. Good for you. Yeah. And if Judge and Stanton and all them are still hitting, although we, I'm gonna say it right now, right here, right now, I do not want Soto on my team. <laughs> I don't want it. Well, I, I mean, as you said, there's... Last year we had 87 first basemen. This year yeah. they want, like, I don't know, 60. Well, I, I and I Outfielders. think that's... Well, and you all... 
you all don't need to make changes. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're not in that position where you're like, well, if we have that one other piece, or he's going to be the first trade, and if we get him, we can pull other people Hey, up. man, you got to fill all those holes in that lineup. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wish I had recorded those dudes when I was walking in. Um, that's, but that's what that's what leads me to mine, which is, um, and it's, I mean, it's not like crazy. And I love the guy for actually coming out and say it. And like Nolan Arenado, I don't know if it was like a post game interview or, you know, or he's talking to the beat writer, you know, warming up or whatever. Um, it had to be a post game, but he, he said, he's like, I'm not here to win a wild card. He's like, I'm tired of winning wild card. Cause it, I mean, it was, as he points out, like that's where, where they were with the Rockies. He's been there two years. Well, no, well, no, no, but his whole well, he's got an opt out coming up, and I oh. think I think that was the frame, kind of the frame of the question. Oh. But I I also think it is one of those like I mean Sounds he's like he's taking on a leadership role, and he's trying to get the organization to go. Which, and so this is the reason why I have it on my thing of like I wanted to spend time on it. Which yep, is you got the time. I mean, similar to the Yankees, I'm, you know, I, I don't want to put the cards in that in that whole legacy caliber. But no, when, no, you, no. when no. you are the most successful National League franchise, like you should not be playing for. We hope we get the wild card no. this year. So, no. and, and then what do they say? Then it's a toss up, right? Like, no, no. Which is, I mean, you should be your team should be built to win the division, and when you don't. When the team doesn't seem to be operating like that, you got to go out and make changes right. to get that done because you do have the fan base, you do have the money, okay. and since I mean, you know, really, well, I guess like Goldschmidt was the last big trade, or, or uh, Arenado was too. Well, yeah, but, but, f- but we didn't really give up personnel. That, that was that was a couple of guys that were languishing that we were able to get the Rockies to take and a shit ton of cash. Well, hey, um, everybody loves cash. Yeah. Or the player to be named later. Right. So we didn't we didn't give up like half the farm system for no. for either of those dudes. And y'all brought any of the extra kids up you were talking about? Well, I mean, a lot of them are up and then and then our next batch of superstars, they're still in double A. They're not quite in triple A yet. So you're you're but, a half game out of first place, so right. you don't need to do anything drastic at this point. Well, but here's my point: is is that we've been we've been building our system since you know probably like 2013, and you know been able to in the last couple of years make it into that wild card slot, even even after like last year going on the win streak and then falling back a little bit yep. towards the end, and my. I'm in agreement with Nolan Arenado is that the ownership needs to get off this. And I'm on I'm point to one of your boys about this too, of like, Oh, well we want to keep our talent. We want to bring these kids up, which is like, that's great. Oh, I'm, hey. but not every one of your prospects pans out. Nope. And a lot of people within like the, or the Cardinal Twitter sphere point to like, or before it was two names always came up. Nope. Randy, um, as <laughs> who I don't I mean I haven't heard his name Neither in a long I, time that's why I giggled and, and the other one was Luke Voigt yeah, and, the, and Luke Voigt and when Luke Voigt came up to you all I forget what our, and the, it's it's so sad like I forgot who was involved in that trade that the Cardinals got 
but he got to you guys and started hitting the shit out of the ball. So immediately, the, you know, the St. Louis base is like, oh, you know, we fucked up. No, you didn't. But he's not. I mean, he hasn't put together a cohesive he did that, career. He did that one season, right? season and a half, and it was a shortened COVID season. And then he got hurt, and right. he couldn't get back in the lineup. So that that's part he of the— He was one of those said 50, 67 first basemen we had. Right, yeah. And he and he, and he's so big he can't really play any other places. Nope. No, no. So, but it kind of goes to what the what the issue with the cart. Somebody's doing cart maintenance out there. Yes. Um, but one of the biggest problems in my mind, and I could be completely wrong with, but with the Cardinals organization is the dudes they stick with. Right. You know, don't end yeah. up don't panning out. Paul DeYoung as a as yeah. an example of that. Which is, you know, they have these really great years, and then we sign them, extend their contract, and then it's like, oh, I forgot how to hit. Like, oh, but which, and so like Paul DeYoung right now is hitting the shit out in, in AAA, but because of the young kids that are doing moderately well, he, there's not he, a now he's got not a, Right. So, so we have this dude, and along with a couple of others that are just trade bait. So if, You've, and it, I'm talking maybe like two or three minor leaguers. And, and a fuck ton of cash, which the Cardinals have because they have the same TV deal that everybody else does. Right. They also, they, again, I don't know what the numbers are looking like this year. And, of course, COVID was, was what yeah. it, But other than that, they draw over 3 million fans a year. So they're getting it at the gate. They're getting they get, it at yeah, the concessions. They're get that. They have money. They have money that, that they can spend. And it's, that's consistent. Right. That's not... This year, oh, they're within a half game of first place. Next year, they're six games out. No, right. No, people are going to fucking show up no matter what. And as we talked about with Soto is he's young. And if you can get him with about half the season left, yeah, you get him working with Goldschmidt. Even if it's a and rental. With Aaron yeah. I mean, it, like uh, I'm well, for a, a rental that wins us the division. Right. And we at least get to the NLCS, if not the World Series. So... Every team should have those three guys in the minors who are good yeah, and have quote-unquote potential. Right. And what you don't tell everybody is like, well, we don't know how they're going to pan out. Exactly. Or we've got two superstars ahead of him. Yeah. And like, by the time he gets up, he's going to be 30. Right. And, and it just so happens Juan Soto plays in a position that we could put him in. Yep. On the starting lineup, and and I, I mean I know and granted the Nationals could come out and say well we want ten prospects, fuck um, you. But then it, you know what you're going to lose them for free, right? Exactly. Nobody's there, there's a everybody knows you have to sell him or lose him for free, right? So they're not going to that market is going to be. I mean, you said what? He, if he, turned, he turned down, down what four hundred and forty right. up. We'll call it a half a billion dollars. Sure. So he for turned, seven years. Turn that down. Why? Because the Nationals are or trash. Right. They're not even yet in rebuild mode. They're still in collapse mode. Yeah, they're like so, the Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> yes. Except without all the rapiness. No, well, they kept the rapey <laughs> and got rid of everyone else. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to miss that chance because we fuck the Blackhawks. No. <laughs> well. And if we got time later, we'll get back to another rapey team. Yeah, we will. <laughs> there, there seems, it seems to be a theme in sports. Yeah. 
But yeah, I'll or I'll cut it off there so I don't. You know who Chicago Cardinals needs to get sign? Juan Soto, please. Uh, Blackhawks, you should sign Corey Perry. If you need a change in your condiments, go to thegdsauce.com and change the way you think about how you eat. From their signature goddamn sauce to their ghost pepper sauce, they have everything you need. So stop using the same old boring condiments and boss up. Can you talk about the transfer window? Yeah. So, you know, we'll, just, we'll piggyback off the horse shit that is baseball players and sports players in general, football slash European soccer, it's the worst. Because there's only, <laughs> there's three months in the summer and then a month in January, basically the, the month of January. Right. That transfers, trades, people tra- changing teams, free agents, it, it can only happen during that time. And these players... So Dybala is playing for Roma now, and I get it. He left on a free. We didn't want to sign him. It's probably the best. DeLitt, one of the best defenders in the world who's 22, yeah, said what Mr. Juan Soto basically said was, I don't want to just get to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. I want to win. Bro, you're part of a – I get it. I appreciate your honesty and your candor, but be a fucking professional. (laughs) Anyway, good on him. He went to Bayern Munich, and Juventus made money off of it, which is good. But when a player has the power to just be like, I don't want to be any here anymore. And yes, the club has some say they can be like, fuck you. But if you don't want to be there anymore... You end up like Pogba was last year or Ronaldo. Yeah. You, know, you just get that player. Sorry, I never did. Nice. You just you get the player who's nice like. Nice little secret burn in there. <laughs> told you I've been, I needed this. You know, that shit plays into it. Like you need everybody to buy in. Yeah. Especially in a sport like that where everybody has to be moving at the exact same time for a full 90 minutes and know where everything's at, right? Be well, completely and for your turned boys, on. When you all are trying to get back right. to Champions League final level. And we sign Pogba and Di Maria and Chiesa's coming back. Like, you would think, I'm getting paid here, but no. So he had a year left on his contract, and Juventus had to sell him. Well, I, like, I get that from the Juventus standpoint, which is, like, if you know, like, so you got one more year, and you know he may not have the patience to wait two years Right. To get to that level. Like, yeah, get your money now. We did. We, we tried that with Dybala for those last couple of years, which is why he ended up leaving on a free. Right. Because we were negotiating, you know, negoti- I say we, like I like I have any fucking say in this. Juventus were negotiating <laughs> with him, him trying, <laughs> trying, to get, trying to get him to sign, but Dybala thinks he was worth more, and Juventus were like, no. No, I guess Juventus were kind of proven right by what happened over the summer, but yeah, and it's it's. I was going to say that because it's like when he went to shop himself around and everybody's like, nah. yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> but Roma got him. Good, good. I'm glad he's somewhere. But you know, Pogba, 
is is a perfect like I don't I don't understand I'm trying Messi although Messi's one of the people who cried on the way out Dybala did the same thing yeah but you know he he even did it where like Messi Mbappe and pick PSG's just like no yeah and then he he had no choice but to sign kind of yeah well because well and also for Mbappe they or I don't know I I don't know if it's the guy who or it can't be the guy who owns PSG but whoever is the because he's one of whoever's the front office guy that that you get the president of France to call you and go come on stay I right that's some pressure he's a French hero at this point right you know I, I think behind no he's not that he's not that high up but you know he's no Zinedine Zidane not yet we'll see and I don't even know who the manager was that they hired for OPSG yeah I haven't heard either uh, so but I, I guess the whole point is well did they get rid of um, what's his face already yes so Maurizio Pacicino. Yeah, thank you. Um, I was actually going to switch the, his first initial with the last initial of his name and be like, Machicino. <laughs> At least you didn't call him A-Rod. <laughs> or M-Rod or whatever it is. Or, or like spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. He said pasta. He said arigatoni. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know. I sound like an old man. <clears throat> bitching about these guys wanting to get paid. Yeah. But, right? And well, I, okay, you know what? Here, here's the whole thing. There is no union, players union, or any type of union in, in football at all, soccer, at all. Yeah. Where at least well, that, the four or, major sports here, they can I, work shit out. I would say this, well, but like Major League Baseball doesn't work with other No, they don't. with other established leagues in other countries like Oh, good point, but still. I mean, the transfer windows open for the yeah, whole world for exactly. the, that exact same time. I just I'm I'm just in like, you know, I am if nobody ever got it, I am pro union. Right. But that would that would be a nightmare that you have to deal with different unions in different countries oh, yeah, or no, even that, different that, that cities. That wouldn't work. Yeah, it would be. Uh, and I understand that. Be bonkers. But that's why they have the right or the regulations between like you know uh, the agents and the players. And you could, technically you're only supposed to be able to have X number of foreign players on your teams. Right. But you know, there's ways around that. There always is. Well, Just like the financial fair play, which two years ago was officially murdered when FIFA did <laughs> absolutely nothing, nothing to Man City. Like, they found them guilty and then went, eh, it's yeah. okay. Don't let it happen again. And then what they do? They just keep shelling out money. Right. It's like, you know what? You're guilty. We should kick you out of the Champions League again. You have to forfeit all this stuff. And instead it was... Don't do it again. This is your warning. Well, I mean, and, and PSG. It's happened to all of the big those teams that spend shit tons of money. Yeah, it's. I. I think I'm. I. I understand your position, in being a fan of a top tier team. I think I. I have a different perspective because my my entree is 
in a mid-tier team or i mean yeah no no i get you, it you talk to some people that might be generous but i still think they're mid-tier but they are and i where i do historically I, they're up yeah, there but sure uh well, even even now uh but it like i do i have found that to be almost or almost for me more interesting in following european <clears throat> soccer is you know you know how how the economic dynamics that's work leads work within a framework of give and take right right and i am okay with that but there are teams that don't yeah work outside the framework of that and then they take advantage of these players who a want to get paid and b want to play on a contender so if these contenders quote unquote contenders can just throw money around then of course but now i will say this delit went to Bayern. completely okay with that sure that's the only club that i would have been okay with but didn't Bayern go out in the semifinals this year yeah and they lost Lewandowski. right but they got sterling and now well and they probably have like 30 kids coming out of academy Oh, that yeah, that have, could start for anybody yeah, anywhere. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that German team's insane. Yeah, that they've trained to play in their sleep. Exactly. So, but... That's why... Dagmannschaft. <laughs> we have machine. But... But, so, you know, like... I mean, to be honest, like, I don't <coughs> I don't mind the three-month summer window because that gave Barcelona time to find the cash for Rafinha. Well, and, okay, so thank you for mentioning that because <laughs> last year... Ronaldo waited until 10 days before the window closed yeah. to say, I'm fucking out. I don't want to play for Juventus anymore. So Juventus had to scramble to find somebody, and Manchester United were there. Right. Made sense. He's his parent, not his parent club, that's sporting in Portugal. But right. his boyhood, not his boyhood club, his club that he... He became a star. He became in. Ronaldo. So it made sense, and they had some pieces there. I mean... They played with 10 men because they had Harry Maguire on the pitch. <laughs> but I'm just, you know, so he he forced his way out, and then Juventus were scrambling for a forward, and they didn't get it until January because it was the last. And, you know, that's just that shit has a – and I'm not just saying it's just Juventus, but it happens all over the place. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I, I get that, yeah. So – like, I'm glad Rafina got done because it went to the end. Then Leeds can't make that move to replace him. Right. And you always want to have a replacement in your back pocket for when something happens. I do think, well, and that, I mean, you're right, going back to a previous point where, you know, say, say they weren't able to get the deal done. You know, like, Rafina's coming back into the team knowing that he's wanting to be somewhere right, else. Right, exactly. He's so, halfway out the door, so how invested is he? Right. Or, I mean, even, too, from either a fan or an analyst standpoint, it then magnifies any mistake he makes. I mean, like, and he, it's, he might be having a legit down year, and he's really trying, but then everybody's going, like, well, you just want fucking out. Right, You just he just wants out. He just wants out. Like, Harry Kane. Yeah. He still bags lots of goals, but last year... Tottenham were in a shitty situation <laughs> because they knew he wanted out. Right. And they didn't have a replacement and they didn't get a good offer. So But they kind of turned that around though. 
They did. They didn't make. But champagne. they brought in a well, no, well, no. Did they make Euro or uh, well, who was Euro? the fourth place team? It was Tottenham. It had yeah, to be because it wasn't Arsenal. Yeah. So, but I mean, it took changing the coach, and then I think too probably being in competition with Sun brought them around a little bit too. Yes, and then when they signed, God, they sent three or four players in that window where they got Kulisevsky yeah. and Beckentour and a defender, and then Conti's Black Magic. Right. So it all worked out. I'm surprised he hadn't been moved yet. But I think he wants to be there now. Well, and Man City said, "Fuck you, we're going to go get Holland, uh, yeah. who is head and shoulders better than Kane." So that was one of his outs, and he's not going to Arsenal. Yeah, he's not going to drop down to a lower-tier team. And Liverpool don't, doesn't want him. No. So, you know, he is. He's kind of stuck where he's at. But it, it, it's just... Well, and to lead into mine... Yeah, go ahead, because I just took a whole well, no, bunch well, of time. I mean, well, no, I mean, it's... We would have gotten back around to it anyway. Well, I mentioned him earlier. Well, and I mean, he wants, he needs to be on a top tier team too. So he gets that exposure to be on the national team, Mm -hmm. which is my, my beef goes to, and I'm sure you saw it, but so Tyler Adams was signing the autographs Yep. and that, and I have so many questions about that clip and it's not about Tyler Adams, but about the kid who posed the bet. So they're in Australia. Thank you. Go ahead. Explain it. Yeah, so they're... Like, I don't know what you're talking about, so they understand. Right. Well, so, as you know, Leeds is touring Australia. Correct. And the the American kids are, you know, finding their place and spot on the team. And so Tyler Adams is going and signing autographs. And so a kid... Or I, again, I don't know if the kid's British or not. But a kid that he's signing an autograph for wants to make a bet that the English national team is going to beat the U.S. men's national team in their group group stage in the World Cup. Right. And Tyler Adams I, essentially said, like, you know, I think you're misinformed, kid. Like, you know, like, no, I'm not taking that bet because right. I'm, I'm not going to steal money from a child. Which, you know, of course you go, like, A, like, that's, that's great. That's easy money. It's like taking candy from a baby. And... Because everyone... Ne- never Go ahead. What I just... It's... Well, so, my first question is... So, like, this kid traveled... Or, so, assuming he's British, he traveled to Australia to see Leeds, and then he's he's trying to jab one of his favorite team's players. Or he could just have been some... Well, the other thing that, that's very confusing to me is, is, like... Why would an Australian kid be making a bet about the English national team? Like, and that nobody around him is being like, you know, calling them the C word. Thank you, because that's what I was going to say. Twat. Like, I'm surprised uh, Cam Smith didn't drop the C word <laughs> just because. Um, so, but it's just, I'm assuming the kid's British and he's there on like vacation. Um, they made you know, more hey, of it than it needed to be said. Well, no, like, so for me, what just grinded my gears about it is that it just seems to be the exemplification of English fans around the national team and that they, and I, like, I'm all for... We're not bashing this kid, by the way. He just I, happens to be, like, the... Maybe his parents a little bit for raising him like that, but... Um, even if he is a Leeds fan. 
but this this idea that it's a foregone conclusion that they are this magic team. I mean, same thing happened in the Euros. Correct. In which you know, it's part of what I set this up for was so that you could throw that back in. I'm like, oh, I said it earlier when we should be in the World yeah. Cup. Yeah. And so. uh, Italy beat you. And, you know, and that. At home. And I, I understand, like, whether it's the Euro or the World Cup, they've been waiting a long time. For anything. Right. Yep. But this idea that, like, you know, you're 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 in a group granted with uh, untested teams. Yes, yeah, I'll give them that. But that doesn't mean it's a walk away with that, and especially when you're playing the villain. Yeah, because that's what you're doing. You're you're a heel. You're fucking Bret Hart out there talking <laughs> shit. That's true. Yeah, because he's from Canada and everybody else is worthless, and <laughs> I'm a better wrestler because Canada's way better than the U.S. And y'all are like a meth lab that we live above. <laughs> so, the, yes, that, that, that's how it is. <laughs> that, that's the English fans right now. They are. Yeah. But you're, it's like, you're also talking about a national team that has Harry Maguire on it. Probably <laughs> your captain. <laughs> like... <clears throat> I don't know. He needs to get his reps in. I don't know. He better goal. he better get some the goals he gains in. Um, yes. He doesn't skip leg day. I'm and and I'm not. Actually, I am bashing Harry Maguire because he's not a good defender. I mean, he's not. He, he had right. a good Euros. He's shit for Man U, but I guess everybody is. But he just, I don't, I don't know what it is. Well, His positioning is wrong. He always seems to make one or two crucial, crucial errors. But just, I mean, just to go back to the, you know, but Euro back to your point is is it is Denzel. Back to your point, <laughs> the in Britain, the English fans think he's the best defender on the planet. Right, he's not. Well, and that's what I mean, and and that's my point is is that you could take. Take all their, I mean, you throw Grealish on the team, Harry Kane, like we said, and it's like on paper they look good, but we also saw how that played out for France right. during the Euros. And Man City also lost the finals. Right. Like, so it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be a walk in the park. No. And I mean, as as a U, and I I, I think like you know for United States and national I, fans, I get rooting for your team and sure. thinking they're invincible. I do it with the Yankees, but it's it's different. It's like they are. Well, and this coming from the country that founded the term that's the hope that kills you. Right. So, like, you would just think people around that kid are going, like, shut the fuck up. Stop. Right. You just be quiet. You're making it worse. But they don't care. That's the thing. It's like they're owed it. And we are not. Yeah, we are. We're, They're like we're, Red Sox fans. Thank you. Well, I was going to say, we're not bashing all of them, but they all are. <laughs> they, they really are. Um, yeah. I, like, I like the old man segment. So do I. This is fun because... You know what else? Fuck Corey Perry. <laughs> oh, man. I can't, well, now I'm just looking for...
Today's pod was sponsored by The Goddamn Sauce. Place your orders at thegdsauce.com. Pulpery is a privately produced podcast by Brock Ryder and Ben Grimion. Web design and photography by Beck Ryder. Original music by the Heisenberg Compensators. <laughs>